Several years ago, this actually happened to me, what the Lord uh, talks about in the gospel. Um, I was invited to a 50th anniversary of ordination of one of our brother priests. And um, I've talked to him about this and uh, we've chuckled about it, but uh, um, I'm not going to mention his name, but that's okay. Um, He uh, uh, had invited, you know, as they do, to uh, invited a number of priests uh, for um, this anniversary. And um, so I sent in my RSVP and, and I attended with uh, another brother priest um, and actually I wasn't there for the mass, but I was there for the reception following. And uh, so I showed up the reception hall and, um, you know, I'm looking around at the tables, you know, everybody's kind of flowing into the hall and um, I see my name at the head table, you know, and I'm thinking, why am I at the head table, right? Why, why is, you know, and so, um, I mean, I'm, uh, so there are different reasons why I was trying to come up with, okay, why I was at the head table, because uh, this priest and I, though friends with each other or not, we don't uh, do uh, vacations together or anything like that. It's um, so uh, friendly, but not in deep friendship, I guess I would say. And so I was questioning, okay, why am I at the head table? And then there was another priest who was there who he's questioning the same thing. Why is he at the head table? He's right sitting right next to me. And, um, uh, and so then finally the priest um, comes in, the priest himself celebrating 50 years. And he comes up to the head table and he goes, why are you at the head table? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. And uh, he goes, oh, I know what it was. You were one of the first ones to send in your RSVP. And so the ladies put you at the head table. It's like, okay, thank you. Thank you for that. But yeah, so, it, and uh, it was just, it was fun. It was fun to, um, uh, yeah, just experience that, I guess. And, you know, this gospel passage came to mind, you know, as soon as uh, um, I, I pondered that a little bit, you know, but the Lord here, uh, he's trying to help the, um, he's trying to help the, uh, um, the Pharisees and those around there understand, you know, essentially that they don't, they don't need to be grasping at high positions. They don't need to be exalting themselves and proving themselves worthy of honor and attention and all this stuff. They don't need to be doing that. Um, And Jesus himself, by his very life, gives that example because uh, even though he's he's the son of God, you know, think of how he humbled himself in the 18 years that he lived at home. Humble life, living with Joseph and Mary and Nazareth, carpenter's son. And it's not until he's 30 years old that he um, baptized by the Holy Spirit at the Jordan um, and comes, he, he begins his public ministry at that point. You know, so, there, I mean, he knew who he was. He knew he was the son of God. But... He was waiting 
for the time. You know, he was just following the Father's will. And, and so and he gives us this example of just, it's, it's good enough, and it's enough to just be the Father's beloved Son. I don't have to try to get some recognition for myself. I don't have to grasp at um, being exalted now because you and I are beloved children of our Heavenly Father. And so we, we don't need to try to make a name for ourselves. Um, and I think that's you know, one of the lessons of the gospel is that um, we can trust that our Father is going to do that, exalt us, and we were already exalted in just being his adopted sons and daughters. I mean, is, is the heavenly father treating his adopted sons and daughters? Is he going to treat his adopted sons and daughters? Does any good father treat his adopted children any different than his biological children? Does uh, the heavenly father treat us more poorly because we're adopted as opposed to being uh, the beloved son of the eternal father, the second person of the Trinity, Jesus Christ. Well, the fact, of the fact is that we are in Christ, you know, because of our baptism, because of who Jesus is and what he's done for us. He has made us children right along with him, made us um, sons and daughters right along with him, with the Father. And so we have everything. We have everything in our, in our Heavenly Father. We have the inheritance that the Son has won for us. We have it all. And so we don't, we don't need to be grasping at um, getting glory for ourselves. And, and so we ask the Lord to um, just help us just to... Um, to experience the security of that, the security of just being his beloved children. And um, we hear in, in the first reading um, from St. Paul's letter to the Philippians, how he himself, you know, he, he too doesn't have to be concerned about exalting himself. He just is going to do whatever. His life is Christ, he says. He says, for to me, life is Christ. And death is gain. Death means to him that he is going to be with the Holy Trinity forever. You know, and, and so that, hopefully that truth even, you know, helps us, um, helps us to, to, hopefully that truth just dispels any fear of death for us, right? That we as sons and daughters of, of the Father, you know, we have this inheritance of, everlasting joy and happiness and um, uh, goodness, uh, infinite, in infinite measure awaiting us. And, and so we, it's already ours. It's already ours. We have it already. Um, and we just need to claim it now in our lives and, um, you know, continue trusting our father. But, uh, St. Paul, um, yeah, just gives us that example of um, being, he just, he just knows who he is in Christ. And so 
he, he doesn't have to try to be someone else. And, and so we ask the Lord for that as we receive the Eucharist today. And, and, you know, and frankly, um, you know, God is exalting you. He is already exalting you. You know, when Jesus talks about um, the parable being the wedding banquet, you know, inviting guests to the wedding banquet, you and I are already, we're already participating in the wedding feast of the Lamb as we celebrate Mass today and as we celebrate any Mass. So God is already exalting you. You're already welcome. You're already at, in the front seat, and the, the main, you're at the, you're at the head table you know, at, at his wedding feast already as we celebrate Mass. Uh, and so we, uh, we pray that, the, that that truth would just penetrate our minds and hearts, that we would just receive the goodness of that, the goodness of what God's already doing for us now, exalting us, we're humbling ourselves, we're putting, we kneel before him, we kneel before him in the Holy Eucharist. That's humbling ourselves. Um, recognizing who he is and, and um, what he's done for us. And so we just praise God for that. May we just know um, that, that uh, and, and really feel that, that he's, and really sense that as we celebrate Mass today, that he is exalting you by placing you um, at the head table, really, um, in his wedding feast as we participate in that today.